Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 20 of Unaired. We made it to 20 episodes. Oh, man. Look at us go. We're on a rocket ship that is very erratic. A very erratic rocket ship. Not not erotic. Very different. Yes, erratic and erotic are two very different things. Just in case you didn't know. You know, you learn everything. Learn everything on these podcasts. I thought I'd, I'd give you a little bit of knowledge there, you know? Yeah, don't. If you're gonna Google erratic, make sure it's erratic and not erotic. Or or don't. Just make sure you know what you're getting into. Yeah, turn safe search off. Don't be a little bitch. Just know that you're getting into some shit, okay? <laughs> so, it is December, and you know what that means, Eddie? Christmas is around the corner. <sighs> and you know, back in the 1990s, you know what every kid wanted for Christmas? Battletoads. I hate you. <laughs> I hate... I hate. Battletoads. So, Battletoads, for you, for those of you who don't know, it was a video game released in, I believe, 1991. And it was uh, it was created to rival Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It didn't. Not like at um, all. No. So, in 1992, they thought it would be a good idea to make a Battletoads cartoon. It was not a good idea. It was terrible. It no, was a really bad idea. It made... Yeah, <laughs> but anyways, uh, in the thumbnail bar, sidebar thing, um, I saw I saw this thing and it was like Zitz versus Donatello or something or Raphael, and I was just like, "How fucking dare you!" Like, don't don't <laughs> you even say their names in the same sentence. <laughs> that is fair. That's very fair. It's not even the same realm. Not even close no. to this. Uh, no. So, uh, this show was made in 1992. It only got a pilot, and it was never picked up the series, but they aired it as a, uh, like, oh, it's, this is a TV special. Come watch Battletoads. It was not great. Uh, 20 episodes, and I would say this is number 20. Number 20, On, like, worst? Like, of in, in order of, gr- like, greatest to worst episodes... 20 being the worst and first being the greatest. This is number 20. You know, um, I'd have to agree with you there. We, uh, we've had a couple stinkers along this the way. One. Even, even cavemen. I still thought cavemen was kind of like, so like shitty. It was no, yeah. bad. Like Cave, so bad. It was cavemen good. was decent. It wasn't the worst thing. And we got a lot of fodder out of that. The only thing that was really, really worse than this show, actually not even worse than this show. I still think this show would have been, better than the show is the elvira show that we didn't do oh but we will eventually uh, <laughs> you shouldn't have said anything oh uh, man <laughs> now it's gonna yeah but you, you can't do until... that until halloween so that's true you yeah, got a year <laughs> take that you have a countdown clock in your room i don't care i'll probably be dead in the year yeah and then when the <laughs> countdown hits zero it pulls a trigger and shoots you oh uh, no I, you don't need that the way i've been eating shit fuck it i'll be dead <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need to find a new co-host again. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, let's get right into it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's just dive on in. So, first things first, the theme song. It is the most 90s theme song I've ever heard. Yeah. Like, think of a 90s cartoon theme song. This is it. Except, this is like two of them because it was an, it, it ended up being a minute long. It was an entire minute of theme song. It was way too much theme song. Right. It was a 21-minute pilot slash TV special. 
a minute of that was theme song. When making a theme song, just err on the side of less is way better. Because what I think happened was is they had way too much like B roll ready, and they're just like, well, shit. Well, there's we got to cover this up yeah, with theme there's song. There's always well, here's the thing. There's always like a full version of the theme song. Don't get me wrong. Like they make a full song and then they just take clips of it. Usually, I think they just took a one minute clip and that's a terrible idea. Right, like the Fresh Prince theme song. How that's like in reality, like a minute something seconds. Right, but it's also like a two fantastic song because it's by an actual musician. Right. So the show starts off once we get past the theme I just song. Insulted the fuck with... out of whoever made this theme song. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. They're probably hanging their head in shame anyway. Yeah, I'm sure they're listening to this, so, right? Yeah, of course. So the uh, show, once we get into it, starts off with uh, a duck-shaped, well, a chicken-shaped spaceship flying My through space. My favorite kind. Oh, yeah. And uh, inside we have Princess Angelica and T-Bird, who is a professor that is also a chicken. I love the way you said that. And... A professor yeah. who is also a chicken. Yeah, for you, first and foremost, he's a professor. But second, yeah, yeah, he's very serious about his craft, but he's also a chicken. You know what's sad is I said first and foremost as a pun, and then I realized chickens have feathers, not fur. Yeah, that's, uh, no. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, uh, what they explain in this, this is their, their exposition time, is that the Dark Queen who doesn't actually have a name, she's just called the Dark Queen, wants the amulet that Princess Angelica has because it has these, like, crazy powers. And they're getting their ship is getting attacked by the Dark Queen. And General Slaughter, who is uh, a anthropomorphic bull, who I assume <laughs> is, like, the Dark Queen's first-in-command, like that type of thing. Yeah, he's a fucking idiot. Right. And I just want to point out, in my notes, I have... Sexy Dark Queen and Bull is General Slaughter. Bull is General Slaughter. Yes. That is an actual line from my notes. Nice. I have a good line from my notes. It's the like real, it's like the only thing I have from the plot, but we'll get to it. All right. So essentially, like, they're just like, okay, well, we got to get out of here. We got to escape the Dark Queen. And the Dark Queen goes, ha, who's going to save them now? And then we get a hard cut to... A principal yelling at three kids, Morgan, Dave, and George. And he call, he basically calls them losers, says they're the biggest losers in the history of this Which high school. Which is a great thing to do for and, kids' self-confidence, you know. Builds oh, of that, course, builds of course. It up. Helps builds character, makes yeah, you strong like bull. Me, uh, <laughs> makes you strong like anthropomorphic bull. Yes. <laughs> and he uh, basically says, like, oh, I'm splitting you guys up. You're not allowed to uh, hang out with each other anymore. And... My favorite part of the episode, they go outside and they split up, and George, who is a fat kid, he's one of the three, he goes up to a bunch of kids playing basketball, and he goes, greetings, fellow kids, <laughs> which reminded me of 30 Rock when Steve Buscemi Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. You, the amount of times that I've used that um, gif is just <laughs> so many times. That's why this That's why this part made me laugh yeah, so much. It's, it was fantastic, but not not on purpose. Right. And we, we get a uh like each of these kids trying to fit in in different aspects. For some reason, uh one of them says get lost toad, which is like 
I don't think that's an insult. Like I, I've never heard that before. I mean, maybe it was in like the early early nineties. How would we know? We maybe were we, we were alive. like two years old. So <laughs> yeah. But anyways, either way, it's like they beat you over the head with this. They say like Toad, like oh haha, it's funny because they're going to be the Battle Toads. Yeah, I think it's just because like, you know, we watched a show that was made for children, um, and we're full grown adults, so. Ch- with the minor yeah, children, nah. we don't have the sponginess that they do, but also, but That's also true. the thing that with children is you'd need to repeat shit over and over and over again. So shoving toads in their face over and over and over again is probably a good way of getting them to know what the fuck's going on. So uh, after we get this like little like scene of each of them trying to fit in in different groups. Uh, we cut back to the princess and T-Bird, and they're in some weird tomb, and he finds a bottle, which holds the essence of the Battletoads, and the Battletoads were these great warriors that protected Princess Angelica's ancestors. Because, you know, great warriors generally name themselves Battletoads. Right. And he's just like, okay, well, I'm going to use this device I made. And it's going to help us find people that we can trust. They're uh, they're on the Earth, which is a planet so backwards that the Dark Queen didn't bother conquering it. Hey, that part isn't wrong. That is factually correct. Right. This is a terrible planet, I mean, and got... no one would want to capture this shit. That's why aliens hover around here with their UFOs and never fucking touch down. Or maybe they have, and they're underground. You know why they're underground? Because they're scared of everyone who's on the ground. And my uh, another good joke... I will say, like, I didn't like this show per se, but I know that, like, if I were a little younger, I would have loved it. Even now, I like, I like the cheesiness of right. it. Right. Well, like I said, like, when, you, joke, when you're a kid, you don't like no shit. You just right. like, you hear and you hear like loud noises of, uh, and weird weird sounds, and you're like, right on. Right. And this joke is one of those jokes that, like, as an adult, I was just like, okay, this is all right. Yeah. He goes, okay, we found them. They're in this place called Oxnard, California. And the princess says, Oxnard sounds so mysterious. I don't get it. Just because it's like a normal thing. And she's like, ooh, it's so like mysterious uh, and new. Yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> also, I like the name Oxnard because it's like nard. It's also like Oxford, except they just slightly changed it. Right. So then uh, all three of the goofballs, Morgan, Dave, and George are in a convenience store and they're playing an arcade game and out of nowhere princess and t-bird fly through the screen and essentially he's just like hey we need help like can you can we make you battle toads but they don't like explicitly say that they're just like can you help us and like go on this adventure and there's like sure and then they just and make them, them with the essence yeah. yeah and he's just like wait a minute we didn't agree to this yeah but it's okay because they can change back whenever they want. Also, this was in a time when kids had very low legal standing. <laughs> it's like, it's like, when, like John Mulaney talks about when just you could do anything to kids and it was just, it doesn't fucking matter. No one cared. <laughs> so uh, as they uh, finish up this whole conversation and as they get transformed into the Battletoads, out of a Slurpee machine comes the Dark Queen, General Slaughter, and a few other anthropomorphic so animals. Basically, my ex girlfriend and all of her friends. Exactly. Yep. 
And uh, then they like get into this huge fight and the Battletoads win. And throughout this whole thing, the clerk at the store is just reading a newspaper. He doesn't even notice, dude, I w- nor does he give a shit. Are kidding me? They're paying this dude, like, what, $12 an hour? Actually, no, this is way back in the day. They're probably paying him, like, $6 an hour. He doesn't give a shit. Oh, no, they made a point of that. Minimum wage was four twenty five. Jesus Christ. Right. So, uh, my favorite part of this battle, though, is that they threw a freezer at the queen, and she skedaddles, but the princess stays in place, and this fridge lands on the princess. Yeah, you usually don't get hit with a fridge and just live to tell the tale. Right, and she just comes out with a popsicle. But anyways, they uh, beat the Dark Queen and all that fun stuff, and then they're knighted by the princess, who uses a popsicle to knight them, and dubs them Zit, Rash, and Pimple. Those are their Battletoad warrior names. And you'd think that, like, because usually when, when they're named weird shit, they just ignore it, but... These dudes actually acknowledged it, and they were like, those are the grossest names, except the way they said gross, they just made up a bunch of words, they Dr. Seussed it hard, except Dr. Seussing it would be a shame um, to say because Dr. Seuss actually had talent. Although Dr. Seuss was also a horrible human being. Yeah, but kids are also horrible human beings, so he's kind of even. You know, that's fair. Also, the reason they had to go with those names is because those are the names of the Battletoads in the video game. Oh. Yeah, because, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles goes with uh, Renaissance artists. So they have to go with just (laughs) horrible skin. Yeah, just like middle school talk names. Yes. So there, you know, the princess is safe, but now they got to hide her out. Right. Where do they go? They bring her to their favorite teacher's house. They just show up. And they're just like, hey, you wanna, you wanna help protect these, uh, this princess and this random bird? You see the shit that I watch for you guys? Do you understand what I do for you? <laughs> Eddie, I have seven episodes on you. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I watched a sitcom about Bette Midler, so like, this is a walk in hey, the man, park. Hey man, you're choosing them. That is fair. <laughs> I, I am a masochist. <laughs> I'm a TV masochist. Yeah, so take that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they're, the teacher's like, yeah, okay, they can stay here. And they decide that one of the two, either T-Bird or the princess, has to get a job. And T-Bird's kind of like, oh, yeah, let me get a job. I'd be, in, I'd be honored to do that. But he's a talking chicken. He's not going to get a job. That'd be weird. In normal circumstances, so, yes, that would be weird. So the princess gets a job at a donut shop at minimum wage, which they point out is four twenty five an hour. That's how I knew that. Dude, in real life, do you know how shitty that would be for her? Well, you know, this was nineteen ninety one. So the uh while they're all she the princess is uh doing her job at the donut shop and the three battletoad dudes go back to their teacher's house and they have a Thunderbird get it because it's a t-bird and they have professor t-bird working on it yes very very clever oh yeah so while uh while he's working on the t-bird the warriors with general slaughter pop out of the washer and dryer of the teacher's house and they all fight 
And T-Bird explains to them, hey, guess what? You know, if you really concentrate on your hands and your feet, you can transform them into shit. Because, you know, they just wanted to copy Green Lantern, I think. Because that's literally what it is. Yeah, Their hands it's, turn it's into like, symbols, exactly. a bulldozer, and an axe at one point. Yeah, it was... um, Like, when I saw that happen, I was just like, wow. And you, like, you didn't even try with those superpowers. You, you just gave them all the same shit. Right. So... They fight him. Turns out this was all a distraction because the Dark Queen shows up at the donut shop and kidnaps the princess. Then T-Bird goes, yeah, we got to go save her. But we don't have an interdimensional transport device. Really? And he hops in the T-Bird and he's just like, this is our interdimensional transport device. I- I've been working on it and all that and fun stuff. I'm a stuff. nerd bird, so. Nerd bird. Yeah. There you go. The bird is the nerd. <laughs> the bird is so, the nerd. I did like this part too. They make a Back to the Future reference because one of them says it doesn't even have tires, and he goes, "Where we're going, we don't need tires." Oh shit! So they get teleported to the Queen's castle. They break in. They fight everybody. Oh wait, wait, wait! And... Hold up! Before before we get into this, this is where my my line came in. So you know now, uh, writers and kid cartoons generally have some uh tendencies to insert little sneaky phallic symbols yeah like the the uh, little mermaid yes, poster exactly well if you right when they're pulling up to the castle um if you actually look at the castle it is shaped exactly like a penis like i did not in, notice that in very descript detail oh wow that is uh <laughs> that is a mushroom tip right there and there it's it is script. it's got all the veins and everything well geez <laughs> so uh what were you gonna say okay so as i was saying when when they pull up to it I, I... for those for i'm just gonna stop right now because uh i cut this whole part out <laughs> eddie mentioned that it looked like that the castle was very <laughs> phallic so i i stopped the recording to look this up and it indeed it's, was. It's pretty bad. So, but but anyways, so, so like they pull up to the castle, and the um the professor bird guy, he goes, "You'll have to enter through the base, climb the central shaft, and break through the top." <laughs> Did he really I say shit that? you not. Hold on. Oh lord. You'll have to enter through the base, climb the central shaft, and break in at the top. They fight the Dark Queen, and this was another goof I I quite enjoyed. Uh, one of them, I believe it's Dave who did this. Dave. Uh, he he turns his uh, hand into a red cape when General Slaughter's running at him, and then he turns it into an anvil and breaks the fourth wall and goes, "Works every time." I did see that. Yeah, I like that one. So they uh, destroy the castle, rescue the princess, it blows up, and then we uh, get back to Earth, to Earth, and uh, the principal starts yelling at all three of them, like, you two, you guys aren't supposed to be hanging out anymore, I'm suspending you. And they're just like, but we're battle toads, and they transform, and he freaks out, and the Dark Queen shows up, 
and she vows to destroy Earth because they're harboring the Battletoads. And they get inside this UFO thing that she's traveling in. Turns out it was a trap. They have all these like lasers pointed at the Battletoads. And she's just like, fire! And General Slaughter's like, no, don't do it because that's a bad idea. Turns out it was. The Battletoads jump out of the way. They destroy the ship with the lasers. And that's uh, that's pretty much how it ends. Other than and them going back, God. the principal is like, y'all are cool because you're Battletoads. <laughs> and we are right now. That's what he said. And that's exactly how he said it. Thank word you. for word. It was a fan- to be fantastic um, reincarnation of that scene. Yes. Very good. And one of the good parts, it ends with a freeze frame. The Battletoads jump up and high five. And then, <laughs> and then at the very bottom, ironically enough, it says the beginning dot dot dot. God damn it. The beginning. All, and then they pitch the pilot and they're like, no, the end. Yeah. It's like when Doug had a movie and it was called Doug's first movie, but it was his only movie. Right. It was like that. I feel you. So Eddie had this monstrosity being picked up. And you know, this week, I'm just going to stop myself right there. This week, this is only going to get one season, no matter what we do. We're pitching one season only. Yeah, this so Battletoads can eat a dick. So if this show had been picked up, what kind of episodes do you think we'd see? All right. So uh, the first one is called Frogger Reloaded. And it's uh, the Toads get kidnapped by an evil scientist. And, you know, since there's no discretion for names in the show, since we really don't give a shit... I'm just going to name him uh, Dr. Sticky Hands. Um, <laughs> Dr. Sticky Hands. <laughs> Dr. Sticky Hands. So they I get... don't want to know why his hands are sticky. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, Dr. Sticky Hand kidnaps the toads, and when the toads come to, they are in the median of a multi-lane highway uh, where they have to strategically jump across if they want to save the princess from being dropped into a kiddie pool of chocolate pudding, thus stealing the most precious thing of all, her innocence. A kiddie pool of chocolate pudding. Yeah, because we all know that that is the peak of slutty smut, and that will zap her innocence, and it isn't, and it'll it'll vaporize her innocence. I was gonna I was gonna say like this is a kids show, probably shouldn't do that, but then again, uh, my that's the point. Part two of my series finale goes a little bit in that direction. <laughs> ah. Just a little though, just a little. It's got to, and you'll see why in a second. Yeah, I just uh, what are there? I really want the show to get kicked off the air, and I know that's something that would get it kicked off the air. <laughs> so, like, do you think maybe like the why? Why exactly is this? Uh, this what was his name? Professor Sticky Hands? Yes, Dr. Professor Sticky Hands. Profe- Professor Sticky Hands. Okay, he didn't go to he didn't go to med school to get Doctor Sticky Hands. Don't judge. His decisions in life. All right. So, what is his uh, what is his motivation in this whole thing? Um, he wants soap for his hands. He wants soap for his hands. Yeah, man, he just wants soap. And and how how does he plan on accomplishing this by kidnapping? Well, actually, a princess actually, and you, some you see, his hands are st- his hands are sticky because an evil scientist, uh, more evil than him actually put this crazy glue on his hands and and you need a special anti-glue 
to a glue a glue remover, if you will, uh, to get it off, and it is made out of frogs or toads. You know that actually is very plausible for a '90s cartoon kid show. Anything is so. Anything is. You know, I just kind of run with it. Oh, of course. So I'm gonna pitch you a Christmas episode. Do it of this. I dare you. All right. So it's gonna be called Toadly Festive. Mm-hmm. I can hear you like cringing mm-hmm. at the pun. I hate you. <laughs> I want a compilation of every time you go, oh, I hate you. (laughs) It would just be so long. It would be five minutes long. So, all right, it's Christmas time. And the Battletoad dudes are out shopping for a gift for the princess because they want to impress her. And while they're out of the store, General Slaughter shows up. And I like like the theme of them kind of like appearing out of random objects. So I'm going to have like a cashier ringing someone out. And as soon as she hits like the enter button, the drawer pops open. And General Slaughter pops out. And he just starts like going like a bull in a china shop because this is a china shop and he is a bull. Ah, look at you go. And so, you know, they get in this huge fight and the toads win, but the store is destroyed. And the store owner is just like, you know, you're going to have to pay for this. But they come to an agreement that the battle toads are going to work security for the store to pay off their debts. Oh, I thought they were going to become toadstitutes. oh god i hope not that's for the uh that's like they're gonna pimp the toads out you know when uh ren and stimpy was on nickelodeon and then it went to like spike tv and became an adult show i think it was a reverse was it either way yeah no it started out it started out like super adult and then they were like this is a cartoon see that's what i figure your vision for this show is yes well, no, 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 no. See, my vision for this show is to be destroyed in its entirety. I don't want anyone to know about this show anymore. All right. Like, I want so, to hire a hit squad to go destroy, like, every evidence and every person involved with this show. So, uh, so while this whole thing's happening, like, they start working security at this, this store, and then the B story is, T-Bird is explaining Christmas to the princess because they don't have Christmas where she's from. And she's just like, oh, I got to pick up a shift at the donut store to afford gifts. And like at the very end, they all exchange gifts and, you know, T-Bird gets cologne and he's like, ooh, this smells wonderful. What is this called? And they go, it's called 11 Herbs and Spices by the Colonel because he's a chicken. Ah, you. And uh, the... The Battletoads, they all pulled their money together. All the money to buy that they have. Yes, all for, the money they have. From being toads. From being toads. They pulled all their money together to buy a necklace for the princess. And she's like, oh, it's so nice. And the princess just gave everybody donuts as a gift. Yeah. Seems Yeah. Seems about what and then, someone who doesn't know anything would do. Exactly. And she works at the donut shop. She already has them available. Yeah, she doesn't care. So this is when... They're all like, oh, this is such a great Christmas. Boom. Out of a wrapped present comes General Slaughter again. I love how you just insert him in everything. Oh, yeah. You're just like, oh, he'll be in this drawer. He'll be in this box. He'll be inside you. He's going to burst out of the princess. (laughs) (laughs) That'll really take her uh, innocence. (laughs) No, that'd be if he burst into her. So, uh... (laughs) 
he wow. <laughs> he pulls a he pulls what he thinks is the amulet off of her neck and then he books it out of there. And there's like, oh, I'm sorry, like he stole your thing. We got to go after her, or we have to go after him. And she's like, oh, don't worry. And then we cut back to the queen, and she's yelling at Slaughter. She's like, you idiot! This is just some cheap silver necklace. Turns out that he didn't actually steal the amulet. He stole the necklace that the Battle Toads gave her. Ah, just one of those necklaces you get from a coin machine. Yeah. And then because it's got to end like a kid show, they're all sad because her gift got stolen. She's like, no, it's okay. You saving me all these times is gift is a gift enough in itself. Does it? And does it have to end like a kid show? Because two of my episodes end in violent death. Oh. <laughs> Well, you know what? Let's get to those. Well, we will. Because my, my next two episodes have to go in succession. They're, uh, they're, they're a two-parter series finale. Mine are short, so don't worry. All right. Let's get to those. Do you want this one, This the next one right now? Yeah, let's go with it. Okay. This is very short. Don't worry. <clears throat> Got to get ready. Okay. This episode is called We All Deserved This. Um, oh, God. And... <laughs> The toads are chasing down a criminal who is at large and has been taken and has taken the princess. Um, when they finally find the culprits, they are stabbed and thus ends the battle toads forever. <laughs> there it is. The end. You see, that could work. The only problem <laughs> is I need them alive for my series finale. That would be the this would be the finale. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> What's your other episode pitch? Maybe they get resurrected in your next episode pitch. Work that in. Yeah. Well, let's let's just discuss it. All right. You know what? I'll I'll make you a deal. You resurrect them. I'll kill them off in my series finale. This one has two endings. There's 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 options here. Okay. This one's called When in France. Um. Oh God! I already know where this is going. <laughs> uh. The frogs have to fly to France in order to catch their next villain and are unaware that uh, of a certain custom that the French have. Um, while out to eat in Paris, the toes are kidnapped, and when they wake up, they have no legs because, <laughs> because the chef, thinking the toads were frogs, prepared the famous dish of the French frog legs in the restaurant. Um, so this either ends the show for good or begins a new season in which the toads have to get around via wheelchair or possibly have the professor bird guy fuse a motorcycle to their severed lower half. Oh, they could get robo legs. Yeah. So I do like this. Cy- but what, cyborg. The, the question is when they turn back into humans, A, do they keep their legs? Turn back. No, the No, their legs are their gone. Their legs are just gone. They're, they're, All right, yeah. and B, when they turn back into humans, do the frog legs turn back into human legs? <clears throat> um, that's a good question. Because that could be a very, very horrifying nope. end to this episode. Nope, they don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because well, here's the thing: is like they're gonna be eaten, so they're gonna be chewed up thoroughly, and uh, yeah. But um, no, no. The answer is no because the brain would have to send that neural transmission to the legs for them to change. That's how these right, powers work. All right, and that episode could end with them getting rescued by T-Bird and they give him robo-legs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. T-Bird has to be the guy who does it. Yep. Well, that's the only logical reason. The princess doesn't know anything about mechanics. She's an idiot. She kind of is. 
she got a fridge dropped on her and she just popped out eating a popsicle. So like, yeah, not the brightest. I wouldn't pop out. Yeah. I'd be knocked out. So my idea for a series finale. So you know how, I don't know if you know this, but the game company Rare is the company that made Battletoads. Okay. They also made Banjo-Kazooie. No way. So I'm... Yep, so there's I'm no way that the fantastic people that made Banjo and Kazooie, one of my favorite games of all time, made this piece of oh, shit. Believe me, it is. Banjo Kazooie is my favorite game of all time. So, like, I got this. Damn, dude. <laughs> Which is where this episode comes in. The dark. It starts off with, like the Dark Queen fighting the Toads and losing, but her teleporter thingy, which looks like a golf club. I didn't mention that. It, it, it does. It, it really does. It's just an upside down golf. Yeah, game. they really so, didn't try it all. I'm I'm pretty sure that was no, like, which is weird because this is an animated show. They didn't need a live prop that they could right, restructure. Right, it's so funny. They could have just drawn something. In. I literally think that they were just chilling and like they're out of all ideas. And they're like, dude, like, fucking golf club, just do that. <laughs> so her teleporter is damaged in the battle, and it accidentally teleports her into Gruntilda's cave, and like. She's just like, oh, hey, like, I've been up to this. I'm trying to capture this princess and, like, kill her and steal this amulet. Gruntilda and from Gruntilda Banjo and Kazooie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she's just like, well, you know how in Banjo-Kazooie, her goal is to, like, steal 2D's beauty? Yeah, she wants to take her innocence. Well, she's, exactly. No, she just wants her beauty. She doesn't care. And she's just like, you know what? I'll help you with this plan if I can siphon the princess's beauty. And right as they're about to transport banjo and kazooie are just like oh yeah and they just kind of stroll on in and end up getting teleported too oh god but they overheard this whole plan they end up chilling with the battle toads and they're just like yeah so here's the plan that these two have and it's all in rhymes because in banjo and kazooie all the text is in rhymes yeah it is so they have to keep talking in rhymes i, I like that was and the battle toads that was one of the games that like i could read the text all day because of that oh yeah but the battle toads is just like, why the fuck are you talking like that? Like, did you have a stroke or something? Like, oh hey, actually, so anyway. real quick, I just want to make a quick like interruption because I just had a cool idea. If any of you want us to do a video game podcast, that'd be pretty rad. Like maybe a retro game podcast. If you want that, uh, email us. Yeah, it's unairedpodcast at gmail yeah, Any other ideas too? Like any ideas you guys have? Really, we're here for you guys. Like, we create for you, our audience, so we want to tailor everything that we make completely to you. So really, if you can email us, that's the best way to do it. Yeah, that's actually uh, one of the reasons why the format kind of took a bit of a change. Yeah, we got a Last episode, really we did com- a very short recap. Yeah, we got This episode, we're still kind of working out the format. Right. Uh, because we want to like keep the recaps, but we didn't. We didn't go too much into depth on the recap. No, not too much. Yeah, we really... So we we brought it back like to a longer length, but still never going to be like line by line anymore. Yeah. It's still going to be like a very, not like brief, like too brief, but it will be like a briefer recap. Yeah, so... Anyways. It was great, and keep the comments coming. Thank you. Yes. So back to this episode. Um, so they end up teaming up and fighting Gruntilda and the Queen, and the Queen is just like, we got to get out of here. And turns out her teleporter is still broken and they teleport away and everybody's just like oh where'd they go that's a good question and we cut to those two gruntilda and the dark queen they crawl up and dust themselves off to reveal that they're in conquer's house from conquer's bad for a day 
another rare game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is where things, this is for part two of the episode. Conqueror's Bad Fur Day was rated M, so we got to bring a little bit of that into here. Hardcore. Oh, yeah. So part two of A Rare Occasion. I don't know if I mentioned that was the title Ooh. of the episode, but it's going to be called A Rare Occasion. Extreme. Oh, yeah. So he sees, uh, Conquer sees Gruntilda and the Dark Queen, and he's just like, damn, I'm horny. <laughs> well, he doesn't say that to Gruntilda. I Gruntilda's just, gross. I how forward that was. Yeah. <laughs> so she, so he's just like, I'm going to do anything for this hot chick and also for this witch because she's kind of there. So she teleports them all. And at one point they accidentally land in Donkey Kong's house just for like a split second because like got to bring in Donkey Kong. Of, it's another rare A lot game. of great crossovers going on here. Oh, yeah. But that's only like a brief little cameo. And then they teleport again. And Banjo and Kazooie get stuck fighting Conker while the queen takes the princess away. And Conker's just like, oh, why'd she take the blonde hottie away? <laughs> and they tell the play and like, okay, well, she wants to steal the amulet and Gruntilda wants to steal her beauty. And he's just like, oh, hell no. I'm not letting that ugly, that ugly ass witch take this hot girl's beauty. She fat as fuck. So that's why he, exactly. That's why he teams up with them to take down the queen and rescue the princess. And how, how does this episode end? And how does this series end? Rare kind of took a nosedive when Microsoft bought them out. So what do they do? They banish them to connect sports. <laughs> yeah, that is basically the the jail of all video that games. That is the jail. And then, uh, yeah, they uh, end and the Battletoads all die. Thank you. You're welcome. I know you wanted that. Yeah, that's all I really care about, completely honest. Conquer gets them. Conquer, Conquer goes, you know what? Let's all get drunk. And the toads get alcohol poisoning and die. That's how it's going to end. <laughs> At least they died having a good time. Right. So for a little bit. So yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's my slightly modified ending to accommodate you, Eddie. I can dig it. I can dig it. All right. I think that's going to do it for us. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Going forward, we're still like tweaking the format just a little bit, but. For the most part, it's going to stay very similar to what this episode did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We do a... It's going to be... A, I think we only spent like 15 minutes talking about the episode, if that. Yes. So we're going to do a lot shorter recaps, do and we're we, going to focus more on the pitches. Do we know our episode for next week? So we have uh, something a little different. We're going to actually announce next week's show ahead of time, and Eddie's going to tell you why in a minute. So next week, the episode is going to be covering a 1994 failed sitcom called Monty. It starred Henry Winkler and David Schwimmer. And the reason we're announcing that right now is, Eddie? Because we're going to be opening the email to you guys to uh, send in your own pitches for episodes. So if you want to watch the pilot, you can do that. Is it on Dailymotion? It's on YouTube. Okay, so this one's on YouTube. Yeah, just search Uh like... Monty TV show. Yeah, search Monty TV Monty, show. Henry we'll, Winkler. we'll also uh, put links up on our social media feeds and uh, website. Yep, on the website. Yep, so check there. And yeah, just send us in your pitches. And if we yeah, like it, even if, like, we'll put it on the show. If, even if you just want to do like like a short log line or something. Yeah, anything. Just something for anything us. That yeah, like if you want us to pitch like a certain episode, like, oh, uh, Henry Winkler walks into a bar and gets shit on. <laughs> pitch that. <laughs> yeah, like that that'll, that'll work. Thing. But don't do that one. <laughs> 
Google original. Or even, or even if you want to pitch, like, if you want to do a full-fledged pitch and we'll read it on the show. Yeah. Like, you, you can do that when you could just pitch them shitting on them, but we probably won't put it on the show. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to do that, the email is unairedpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you don't want to do that, the email is still unairedpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> um, yeah, other than that, we have our social media. Uh, follow us on Twitter at unairedpodcast. Google Plus, we have one of those. Just search unaired podcast. Facebook, unaired podcast. I think the link is like facebook.com slash unaired or unaired podcast. I want to say it's unaired podcast now. Probably. Yeah, we like to keep things consistent. Yeah. And uh, yeah, shout out to soundslikeanearful.com for our theme song. Is that everything? I believe so. And, uh, you know, just support your other podcasts if you need any recommendations. Uh, Last Podcast on the Left is a great podcast that I've been binging for a while now. Definitely recommend those guys. Um, Just Cave Comedy Radio in general. They're fantastic dudes. They make high-quality content all day, every day. So check them out. All right. Um, Yeah, I think that's it. So I'm Ed. And I'm Ed. And just remember, some things are better left unaired. Bye, guys. Bye.